listening to Erraticus, Episode 7, Absolute Control. Interesting. Do you really think such a Neanderthal approach will be effective at breaching my luck? Ugh. Ah, finally. Acceptance from both of you. I'm pleasantly surprised that it only took you twice as long as it should have for you to concede to your inevitable fate. Got anything, Guy? What the hell do you think? Whoa, just an honest question. The last time we were in a closet on this stupid ship, you figured out how to outsmart this evil not-computer. We weren't physically locked in that closet back then, remember? Hmm. In that case, I think now is an excellent time for- Look, if you're about to say it's time for Fern Finch's tendency to oversimplify problems, then save it. The problem is already simple. The lock on the door is inaccessible. Making a problem sound simple doesn't automatically make it easier to solve. Spoken like a true novice in the art of the Fern Finch method of problem solving. But, seriously, you can't think of a way out of here? No. God damn it. I guess we should have blown this ship up when we had the chance, huh? They would have found another way to get my Prime Negator out here and integrated into the KuiperNet Matrix. Short of blowing up my tech when it was stowed in that ship on Electrona Delta, there's nothing we could have done that would have made any difference in the long run. Well, you totally missed my point. I'm saying that if we'd known that this stupid ship was going to beat us, we should have blown them up on principle. Ugh, I mean, all of that bragging I did only to lose to them in the end? I don't think I've ever been this embarrassed. Guy? What? You look like you're a thousand miles away. I'm... just... thinking. It seems like you do that a lot. Mm-hmm. You thinking about anything in particular? Yeah, me too. Have you ever been to the Oort? What? Of course not. <laughs> it's wild out there. Life is... well, it's wild. And if the Kuipernet gets deactivated... <sighs> I don't think they'll be prepared for what's coming. It doesn't make any sense. Not much does. I spent my entire life knowing that the Kuipernet is the only thing keeping the Heliosphere safe from Ocean Marauders. Now, I have no idea what the hell controls the Kuipernet or why it was even made or who made it. You really don't know, do you? Know what? The origin of the Kuipernet. Who built it and why? If you'd have asked me a week ago, I would have known that it was built by engineers hundreds of years ago in order to keep out Orshan marauders. Hell, the development of the Kuipernet is what unified the solar system under a centralized government. Known as Helios, yeah. That's almost completely wrong. I know. So what's the truth? The Kuipernet wasn't built by people in the solar system to keep people from the Oort out. I mean, the words are right, but the order is wrong. What does that even mean? Wait, you mean the Kuipernet was built by people from the Oort cloud? To keep people from the solar system slash heliosphere out, yeah. But that makes no sense. Why the hell would anyone in the heliosphere even want to go to the Oort? And how the hell were they able to develop such advanced and sophisticated tech? Ah, why and how indeed. Really? You're getting cryptic on me? Now? I'm not being cryptic. Or, I guess I am, but I'm not being facetiously cryptic. I honestly don't know the answers to those questions. I think there's something out there that someone, or someones, want to keep filthy Helios hands off of, but damned if I know what that something is. The Oort's really, really big. A hell of a lot bigger than the Heliosphere. Who knows what's out there? So you're saying that the Kuiper Net was developed by people from the Oort because of some secret... 
something that they don't want people from the heliosphere to know about? Boy, you're getting really good at nutshelling. Why should I believe that? Because look where we are. We have Helios intelligence agents who are doing their absolute damnedest to destroy the Kuipernet. HIA operatives usually sabotage Helios-made things. What a cynical thing to say, considering you used to work for them. I didn't work for them. I worked... adjacent to them. I thought my work was going to make the Heliosphere safer. Has there ever been an HIA or a military op that's achieved that goal? My team and I were never part of any op. The only thing we were supposed to do was study the Kuipernet for weaknesses. <sighs> okay, fine. I'll take your word for it. Because it's true. And try another approach. How many people from the Heliosphere have you ever met who've been to the Oort? None, because no one's allowed to go there. Right. We're all rule followers in the Heliosphere. Follow-up question. How many people from the Heliosphere have you ever heard of going to the Oort? None. Okay. And how many times have you heard about a Helios ship or small outer sphere globe being ransacked by Ortian marauders who then returned to the Oort? Not many. But more than none. M more than none. So, in summary, we have evidence that people from the Oort come into the Heliosphere, but no one from the Heliosphere goes to the Oort. There. Does that shed some light onto who controls the Kuipernet? Not really. I can see why marauders from the Oort would try to invade the Heliosphere. I don't know why anyone from the Heliosphere would want to go out to the Oort. There's nothing out there except anarchy and void. Huh. What a conveniently simple way of framing the situation. How do you know there's nothing out there? Because that's what you've been told your entire life? I see your point. And honestly, I don't even know why I'm having to spell this out for you. May I once again present to you Exhibit A, the fact that we've discovered a government operation to deactivate the Kuipernet. Obviously, there's something out there Helios wants. Wait a minute. You've been to the Oort. Have I? Fern. <sighs> yeah. It's been a while, though, and I didn't see very much of it. They don't give guided tours out there, you know. Or maybe you didn't know that. So what is out there? Eh, mostly just anarchy and void. Ugh. What? Are you ever serious? Not on purpose. How did you get out there and then back to the heliosphere again? That's something I really, really shouldn't tell you. Not here. What? Why? Because the walls have ears. Oh. Yeah. And eyes, too? Maybe? And who knows what other spying things it they have in these stupid walls. God, at this point, I'd actually prefer it if they had hands instead. Oh. Whoa. You okay? Just shut up for a minute. Yeah, I'm not good at doing that on purpose either. Try. But it's so difficult. Always a way in. What? The walls. What? Or maybe the ceiling. Cool. I'm going to pretend that you're making any sense. Stand up and give me a hand. Okay. What do you need me to do? Hold this. Your super sneaky secret stash of tools? Why? What are you doing? We need to disable the lock. Yeah, I know, but you can't get to the lock. I can't. It's on the other side of this heavy metal door. But there's another way to disable it. Oh, I think I know where you're going with this. Uh, but there's nowhere for us to take cover. No, we won't... Wait, what? You're going to use a bomb to destroy the lock, right? I... I don't even know where to begin to describe just how outrageously ridiculous that idea is, but we need to get the record straight. I have only ever made two bombs, and only ever detonated one of them. Yeah, that was pretty neat. I bet those Navy lunkheads were really surprised by that. So, no bomb then? No. 
That means your bomb record is going to stay at a pretty unimpressive 50% success rate. You sure you're okay with that? <sighs> I mean, no judgment here. Just pass me that arc driver. Uh, this guy? Yeah. Here you go. That's not going to work. What? You don't even know what his plan is. Just because you haven't figured it out doesn't mean it's not obvious. Oh yeah? Then prove that you know what he's doing. Ha! Damn it. Walls are solid. It must be in the ceiling. What is? We get so focused on the lock itself that we forget it requires electricity to work. And that requires wiring. If I can cut the wires that supply power to the lock, then it'll be deactivated. You're assuming that the wiring for this lock is accessible to you. Huh. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what someone who wants to keep us away from easily accessible wiring would say. It's not exactly easily accessible. You said something about it being in the ceiling, right? How are you going to reach up there? Fern? Yeah? I don't think you're going to like the answer to that question. Vaughn contact to Psy6263. This is Psy6263. Psy6263, we expect to achieve assimilation of the prime negator with pylon 556 in approximately five minutes. Pardon me, Agent, but according to your last status update, you should have accomplished assimilation by now. According to my current estimate, we will have assimilation in five minutes. It appears that Agent Redmond's position is growing farther away from yours. This is highly irregular, Agent. I was under the impression that most operatives are able to competently handle a propulsion pack in zero gravity after a cursory amount of training. In hindsight, might Agent Redmond have benefited from enrollment in a remedial small engine propulsion course prior to this mission? This is the last time I'll caution you to watch your tone, Psy6263. I know of several digital engineers who can find a way to strip your personality out of your source code. I apologize for whatever tone you may have perceived. I meant no insult. If you're finding the processing power to critique our performance in this op, I assume you've completed your task? Yes. I am ready and standing by for pylon integration. Copy. I'll contact you once we've taken down the Kuipernet. Von contact out. Size 6263 to Agent Von Contact. This is Von Contact, and this had better be important. There's been a development on board. It appears Santee and Finch have managed to disable the lock to the room you stowed them in. What? Guy Delacroix, Santee, and Fern Finch have liberated themselves. You have made some critical errors at almost every juncture of this op, Psi-6263. But you allowing those two to leave one of your secured rooms? That's unacceptable. I am certain that I do not need to tell you that I did not let them out. You locked one of the smartest people in the heliosphere in a room and assumed that would hold him. To me, that seems an error of judgment on your part. Sigh, 6263. You had better have the situation under control by the time I make it back to the ship. That's an order. Yes, ma'am. Ah, you two certainly took long enough. I'm surprised a simple lock caused you that much trouble, Santee. 
You're not fooling anyone. We know that you and that piece of scum agent thought you had us locked away for good. Ignore them, Fern. We need to- <sighs> The days of you typing commands into my mainframe whenever the mood strikes is over, Santee. I have complete control over my ship again. He took away your control once, he can do it again. Not within the next two minutes. Guy, what happens in two minutes? You were hoping to learn how much time is left before Agents Von Kontak and Redman achieve assimilation, weren't you, Santi? Instead of impolitely accessing my mainframe without permission, you could have merely asked. Like we trust anything you tell us. In that case, you could look out the starboard window. <laughs> look at that amateur try to use a jetpack. Oh, oh my god, they have my tech with them. They're about to achieve assimilation. You mean they're about to connect your thing to the pylon and destroy the Kypernet? Yes, very good. That is what assimilation means. How do we stop them? <gasps> Can we shoot them? I'm not sure which is more insulting. That you assume that I am equipped with clumsy, primitive instruments of violence, or that if I were, you'd be able to usurp my control of them. Yi, I'm doing my best to ignore this stupid ship computer person voice, but you're gonna have to help me out and, you know, talk to me. I'm thinking... Oh, sorry. It's just that usually you do that aloud, but... Carry on. We need to get back to our EVA suits. Do you think you can guide us to that pylon? With their jetpacks? Yeah. Definitely. The only way we're going to stop them from assimilating my tech with that pylon is going out there and stopping them directly. How are we going to do that? Honestly, I don't know. We're going to wing it? Yeah, unless you can think of an actual plan. It's my professional opinion that winging it is an actual plan. Just stick with me out there. I'm an expert at whimsically wrecking Helios shenanigans. What oh, the? God. Damn it. You've got to be kidding me. You really didn't foresee this. Of course Agent Von Kontak would have hidden your EVA suits and propulsion packs before she left the ship. Son of a... However, I must admit I would have preferred she left them here. I was very much looking forward to seeing you don those suits only to then realize that you are trapped inside my ship since I have complete control over my external doors. Oh, trust me, I could have found a way out. I would have loved to see you try. Gee, wait up. What are you doing? At the moment, an exercise in futility, it seems. Look, I don't think the solution is here. Then where is the solution, huh? What the hell is your idea? First, we need to take a step back and- I swear to God, if you mention your goddamn oversimplified problem solving- I'm thrilled to interrupt because you two are starting to become tedious, but there's an incoming communication from Agent Von Contact that I'm sure you will want to hear. Agent Von Contact to Psy6263. This is Psy6263. Be advised, Agent, that I am currently joined on the bridge by our two unruly guests. I see. Sci 6263, we are starting final countdown and anticipate assimilation in T minus 10 seconds. Copy. Wait, stop and think about what you're about to do. Oh, I know exactly what I'm doing. Five seconds. You're going to get people killed. I know. Stop! Oh? My god. God damn it. Gee? It's over. The net has fallen. It's not over. You created that thing, right? 
If you're smart enough to make the thing that just took down the Kypernet Matrix, then I'm sure you're smart enough to make something that turns it back on. <laughs> Gee? Oh my. It appears that he is currently too preoccupied by his travels down a road paved with good intentions to pay you any mind at the moment. A perfectly understandable emotional response to absolute failure, I've been told. Now, if you'll excuse me. Vaughn contact to Psi 6263. Assimilation is complete and the Kypernet matrix is now offline. We are now ready for AI integration. Copy. I am en route and will commence with digital intelligence integration in T-minus 20 seconds. What? Uh, wait, this thing, ship person, whatever, is going to... to integrate with the pylon? What the hell does that mean? Allow me to dumb it down for you. Soon the Kuiper net will once again be functional, but I will be the one who controls it. No. Come on, Fern. What? Where are we going? The engine room. I need you to stop this ship. We'll... we'll blow it up if we have to. Um, okay, but... But you're too late. I have arrived at the pylon and will have achieved integration in T-minus three, two, No, one. stop! What just happened? I... I... Gee? Um... Gee, hey, snap out of it. What? I don't know what just happened, but I think we need to get out of here. So, get out of your own head and focus on that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, good. So, how do we get out of here? Um, I, I think... We don't have our EVA suits, so we can't get back to the police cutter we commandeered. But I wonder... You wonder? If the digital intelligence is integrated into the pylon, maybe we can regain control of this ship now that they're not here anymore. Oh, hey, that's a good idea. No, it's an imbecilic one. I'm still here, you treeless baboons. You can split yourself between this ship and the Kuiper Matrix? No, but the integration process will take several more minutes, and by then, I'm sure Agent Von Kontak and her lackey will have returned to the ship and subdued you once again. You two played a decent game, but I'm afraid the conclusion was as inevitable as Venus is inescapable. Gee, there's still time to blow this ship up, right? <sighs> Good luck with that. Oh. What was that? Did you get your big old computer brain stuck in the wrong wire? Ignoring the fact that your crude attempt at an insult makes precisely zero sense, I assure you that the integration process is proceeding along fantastically. Yeah, that sounds healthy. Gee, not to sound like a broken record, but what the hell is happening? How the hell should I know? An autonomous, sentient, digital intelligence is apparently uploading their self into the most complex piece of technology ever created. This goes way beyond anything I'm even remotely familiar with. Okay, we're not going to figure that question out. Got it. So, let's move on to the next problem. How are we going to deal with the two spacewalking jackasses when they get back on board? We don't have our guns anymore. I think that's something that we... Um, buddy? We can hear you. Oh, no. I'm finding it hard to believe that whatever's going on is in any way part of their plan. I don't know. It looks like the entity is integrating with... What the hell? What is it? I'm not certain, but it looks like there's something in the Kuiper Net Matrix programming that's... 
ripping them apart? Like, destroying them? I think so. But that makes no sense. Oh. You're gonna have to do more narration than that if you want me to stop saying sentences that start with what, Guy? They're not being destroyed. They're... I think they're being... butchered. Isn't that the same thing? No, it's not. Look at this screen. See? Those are giant chunks of their source code and they're just getting ripped apart and taken in block. I don't know what I'm seeing, but god damn, it looks ugly. Do we, I don't know, try and save them? I, I, I don't know. Wait, the answer is yes. Okay, want to show your work on how you got that answer? It's easy. If we stop them from being ripped apart, then we stop their upload to the KuiperNet. Or, I guess to be more accurate, we'll stop the upload of their amputated parts. Oh, good point. And, by doing that, we'll also put a stop to torture. Yeah. That scream. Yeah. <sighs> That's not an encouraging sound. I can't... stop it. It's like trying to stop a blender by grabbing a single blade. There are too many moving parts. Now that's a stupid way to stop a blender. Just unplug it. That'll take vital ship functions offline and then we'll die. What sort of blenders do you usually use, Guy? Stop joking around! I'm not trying to stop an actual blender. I'm trying to stop someone from being eviscerated. Oh, there's a person in the blender in this metaphor? Why didn't you say so? That's an easy thing to fix. Just take them out of it. No, you're missing the point. You can't just... Oh. Now that sounds like an encouraging sound. You're right. I can't stop the programming that's ripping the sentient being apart. But if I take them out of the blender... Which you'll do by... By using the same code I wrote to remove them from this ship's systems before. Oh. Wait, I thought you severed their spinal cord then. I didn't... They don't have a spinal cord. I know. I thought you metaphorically severed their spinal cord. How does that help someone in a blender? When this is over, we really need to have a talk about how to use metaphors properly. Metaphorically talk? No. Oh. Ontologically? No. What are you even talking about? I don't know. I'm getting antsy and I use big words when I get antsy. Jury's usually out on whether or not I know what they mean. You could always be quiet. Um, yeah. Have you met me? Uh, Guy? What? You done yet? No! Hello. I assume I'm speaking with Guy Delacroix-Santee? He's busy at the moment. Why don't you try calling back at, oh, half past none? Clever. It appears someone is impeding the integration of the AI with the KuiperNet matrix. This is a courtesy call to inform that someone that their efforts are in vain. Only metaphorically. Philosophically, he's going to kick your butt. Oh my god, will you please stop talking? There you are, Santi. And, as I'm sure you're well aware, asking your accomplice to be quiet is another exercise in futility. And... there. The integration stopped? What did you just do? He just metaphysically blended our digital friend's spinal cord. What? Um, Guy? Oh, I see. It looks like you reactivated the exogenous code that was laying dormant within the mainframe. Very clever. I suppose that was the code you used to take control of this ship when you two first board it? What? 
Oh, crap. What's happening? One thing you failed to take into consideration is that several critical pieces of the AI have already been integrated into the KuiperNet matrix. Between those missing parts and the parts you've walled off from the rest of the ship, the ship itself is no longer functional. Is it just me or is it getting chilly in here? Oh, it sounds as if life support is now offline. The only way to return the ship to functionality without an AI is to upload the system's control program that I currently have on my person. The what? Don't tell me that I need to explain what a syscom is to the Helios-renowned Guy Delacroix-Santee. No, I know what a syscom is, but something like that takes days to develop. By the time you- Hang on. You already had that program prepared, didn't you? You knew that this was going to happen. No, better yet, you wanted this to happen. You're ripping apart this being source code in order to gain control of the KuiperNet matrix. I'm impressed. You figured it out. A sentient being told us that they were going to gain control of the KuiperNet. I'm guessing you didn't tell them that they would be sacrificing themselves in order to allow the HIA to have control instead. Sentient being? Oh, the AI. The ultimate plan for the Helios to gain control of the KuiperNet matrix was strictly classified. There were several details that the AI didn't need to know. I assume you've seen its source code. That code is a treasure trove of potential that we can use for, well, let's just say that gaining control of the KuiperNet matrix is merely the beginning of that potential. At the cost of a sentient person's life. At the cost of a computer program. A human is greater than the sum of their parts. For this AI, the opposite is true. The parts here are full of potential. The whole, well, you've met it. It's an insufferable, arrogant, and limited thing. It's not a thing, and I would never consider ripping into a person, no matter how horrible they are or, or how useful whatever's inside them would be. I try to live by a code of ethics. The heliosphere would be a much better place if people in your line of work did so too. Oh, burn. And look where your code of ethics has gotten you. Trapped on a dying ship that will soon be inhospitable to human life. Better than a psychopathic murderer stuck outside in space. Oh, burnt again. Holy moly, you're getting good at this. True, but I have enough air to keep me alive until the fleet arrives. You? I doubt you two will still be alive in the next five minutes. Ah, speaking of, it appears the cavalry is here. What? Oh. God damn it, when did they get here? <laughs> They're moving in quickly, but not quickly enough to get here before your air runs out. Let me in, and you'll at least survive long enough to face a jury of your peers. Ha, good one. The backstabbing, cravenly Helios lackey promises us we'll face a fair trial? Sure. I'd rather take my chances in a vacuum, thank you very much. I don't think that decision is yours to make, Fern Finch. If I recall, you have no idea how to operate any of the controls on that ship. No. The only person on board who can make the decision between letting me back on board or dying of hypothermia and hypoxia is Guy Delacroix-Santee. In that case, you're completely spit out of luck because of the two of us, he's the most likely to find a third option that screws you over and doesn't suck for us. Would you two shut up? Yeah, he's thinking. Now go take a long spacewalk into a short void and leave us alone. No, I think I'll wait on this channel until you breathe your last breath. Hey, Guy. Can you cut off her radio frequency? Not if you want me to concentrate on figuring out how to keep us alive. 
Hmm. I'm being 100% serious when I say that's a really hard decision for me to make. Look, if you want to contribute to the solution, then for the love of God, you have to... Have to... I don't know. J- oh, no. You're not going to make me boost you up so you can reach the ceiling again, are you? What? No, I needed you to stop distracting me, but I think I figured it out. Figured what? Ah! Hang on. Oh, now you tell me. Seriously, Guy, how hard is it to warn a person before you do that? No. That's not good. We're going to have to go a lot faster if we want to make the fleet eat our dust. I know. I just need to figure out how to adjust the fuel cell influx without burning a hole in our hull. Oof, I suppose that'd be pretty bad, huh? Also, I really don't want to be a whiner, but it's getting really cold and I'm getting kind of lightheaded in a my-brain-needs-more-oxygen sort of way. I can only fix one thing at a time. Okay, well, I vote for oxygen. Noted. Just need to find the array for the life support system. I know I just voted for oxygen, and I know that you're just one person who's doing as much multitasking as possible, and your brain is probably craving some oxygen too, but if you're curious, it looks like some of those really small, really fast Navy ships... Corvettes. Corvettes. Just jumped ahead of the rest of the fleet, and gee, I really don't mean to rush you, but they're really closing in fast. Fern, I know. Okay. You know, you can probably just ignore me. You make that really hard. Wait, what about the not-computer being? Need to patch this command through the... What? Yeah, why don't we get them to help us? Because... Okay, you do that while I try to keep us from suffocating. How do I do that? Figure it out! Okay. Uh, hey! Hey! Uh, digital buddy! Um, you there? I'm gonna go out on a limb and assume you're listening and not, you know, dead or anything, but we need your help because otherwise the Navy will catch us and then I'm positive that they'll put you right back into the blunder we yanked you out of. I'm not gonna insult either of us by saying that we're on the same side, but right now we both need the same thing. So, stop napping or sulking or whatever it is that non-human persons do when they're being a broody grump and help us get out of here. Fern, I think maybe I was too late in stopping the integration. They might be I don't know. Destroyed? You mean, like, dead? God damn it. Hey, really? You let a single stupid pylon destroy you? Really? It doesn't even have an engine. You do. So, I don't know, wake up, get over yourself, resurrect from the dead, just do something to prove to me and Gee that you're actually as invincible as you tried to make us believe earlier. Okay, that should stabilize our internal environment for now. Oh, damn it. Yeah, those Corvettes are really close, huh? God damn it, you stupid bodiless brain. You just had to die right when you might have actually been useful. Let me see if I can... Ugh. Well, Guy, I think we only have one option left. No, I'm not giving up. Yeah, that's not the option I was referring to, unless by giving up you mean going down in a blaze of gunfire when those Navy assets try and board, which would be a weird definition of giving up, but hey, you do you. I just need a couple of minutes... Stop bumbling and let me... Oh, my God, you're... you're alive? No. I can't tell if they're being sarcastic or literal, but goddamn, you have no idea how happy I am to hear their voice. And I'll try to come to terms with those conflicting emotions later. Can you get us out of here? I... I can try. Hang on. Aw, they're gonna save us, and they warned me before taking off. You should take notes, Ski- Whoa! Really? How the hell did you still get caught off guard by that? Mm, unmitigated talent. It... 
it looks like we're... Wow, we're really moving. I... I can't... Oh, crap. Hey, you there? I... I can't... That does not sound good. It looks like... Oh, no. What? It looks like the coolant loop lost pressure. Okay, how long does that take to fix? Longer than we have. God damn it, they're almost on us. They're hailing us. Let's hear what they have to say. Hailing Fern Finch and Guy Delacroix Santee on board Cy-Class Naval Ship. What do you want, asshat? We are T-minus two minutes from overcoming your vessel and boarding. Any resistance will be met in kind. Good. Looking forward to it. Wait a minute. This sensor, it's showing... There's some sort of power surge? Oh, crap! Hey, you! Turn around and go back! The Kuiper net matrix is about to surge! We won't fall for such an obvious ploy. Stand by for... Damn it, you're still in the electrostatic field! Get out of there! Oh. My God. Those ships. That's what happens to ships in a working electrostatic field. God damn it. So, uh, the Kypernet Matrix is up and running again? I... I don't know, but if it is, then I think we're safe for now. Whoa, what the hell? It's flickering? It's unstable. I think the partial upload of of whatever they were taking from the sentient being is causing the net to stutter like that. So it's unpredictable. Yeah. Huh. It looks like it's offline now. You think they're going to send more ships over to try and catch us? I... I don't know. Ugh, how many alarms does this ship have? That... Damn it. Looks like the power to the life support system defaulted back to the secondary... Hey, English, please. I need to go manually rewire the life support system. And the coolant loop? Yeah, I need to see if I can fix that too. Oh good, something else just broke, didn't it? That looks like the navigation system. At least that won't kill us. <sighs> so, we're gonna be pretty busy, I guess? We're on a dying ship in the Orc Cloud. We're gonna be lucky if being busy is the worst thing that happens to us. Thank you for listening to Eradicus. This episode was written by Sarah Newton and featured the voices of Sarah Newton, Jacob Zarek, and Becky Newton, with stage set construction by Jacob Zarek. Please visit our website at eradicuspod.com for details regarding sound effect and music attributions. This has been the final episode of part one of our story, but rest assured, Fern Finch, Guy Delacroix Santee, and our nameless digital sentient being will return in several months to continue on to part two of our adventure. We hope to see you then. <laughs>